Hello and welcome to a very special mini episode of Drunk Art Chat. Drunk Art Chat. Hey. after that last one. Uh, so what are we talking about today, Stephanie? We are talking about exposure. Ooh, the E word. Is it worth getting paid in exposure? <laughs> and the answer is quite simple. No. No. <laughs> it's not. So bye. Thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> Some deep insight into that. <laughs> um, so we should also maybe mention since we did ingest a little bit more alcohol tiny bit tiny yes. bit we took a baby um, shot baby shot this time a cap full of that good good cracking rum oh god that's all we're gonna drink like for now because that's now. what we have the most of yeah <laughs> so yes we're you're seeing a bit of a pattern here but we'll get more anyway um well what do you want to say about exposure and, and how it affects like you and your art and art world well before i start with us personally Mm -hmm. um if you are a young artist you know looking to get some fame and fortune out there um don't do exposure but don't uh, don't do exposure don't do exposure um don't get (laughs) unless you're a photographer you should probably (laughs) expose your sorry go on (laughs) i love how like we were so serious in the last episode and then we like Drink a little bit more, and now we're just <laughs> hey. like, uh, uh, uh. well, no, we, you know, coming off of that topic, we, we should, we want to lighten it up a bit. So that's all. Um, as a young artist, don't work for exposure unless it's like an internship, I guess. But even I have thoughts on like free <laughs> internships. But mm-hmm. like, one, not only are you devaluing mm-hmm. yourself as an artist, um, you're making it harder for other artists too, because then you're you're setting up people mm-hmm. to expect. Go ahead. Oh, God. Sorry, I just pointed at <laughs> no, Stephanie no, no. and just, I feel like just I derailed go ahead. you. Just go, go ahead. <laughs> um, well, when you said that, it makes me think of, I don't know if you're familiar with the site, like Fiverr. Um, I'm not familiar with anything. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I guess I say this kind of from like a graphic design perspective because, uh, and I'm glad I remembered this actually for this topic because... That kind of thing. So basically, it's like um, you can contact uh, an artist or... Oh, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. But go ahead and explain it. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, you can contact an artist or somebody to do a creative thing. And you can literally, like the bare minimum, you you can pay them is $5. And they'll do it or whatever. I mean, I think there's different, like, tiers and stuff to it. But still, it's this idea of, like, super, super cheap work done super fast you know, and it's it's not exactly obviously free exposure, but it's still kind of like that. And it's about getting that fast money, and it and it really, really, really supports the whole kind of like, um, oh, I know there's a word for this, fast what? labor, fast labor. But it's it's more about the culture of kind of like work yourself to death. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like that because you can pick up like eight million of these Fiverr jobs and make like a regular whatever you know regular uh, income it's which I a livable not, income yeah which i don't think is true um 
So I've never actually done anything like Fiverr, but when I was in college, it was really pushed on us to... There was another one called Crowdspring, which I uh, don't know if it's still around or not, but it's the exact same kind of concept where you would look for clients that had um, like these project ideas or briefs or whatever, and uh, you'd be like, oh, I'd be interested in this, so I'm going to design a logo for this thing. And they might not even pick you, so you're just like doing this this work for kind of potentially possibly nothing, and you may never hear anything, and then, um, but they kind of play it off as like, well, build up your portfolio. It's like, it's not really a good portfolio piece if you (laughs) didn't actually get paid to do it, you know. And when you're in college, it's like any amount of anything is helpful, but you really need to focus on the people who are willing to pay for your work you know please once again don't devalue your art your talent yourself um what i was gonna say before i like just let cam say it is like not only are you just like doing a disservice to yourself Mm -hmm. like you're doing a disservice to other artists who are struggling um when you do stuff for exposure you are telling other you're telling people who aren't artists that it's okay to pay artists just exposure or nothing. Yeah, right. So exactly. don't do that. You're harming yourself and you're harming your fellow artists. Yeah, that's why I'm so anti-Fiverr and stuff. Because yes. it's like I mean, people who want to charge you like an actual living wage or whatever to do this logo, whatever you're trying to do for a client, they'll be like, oh, no, this is too much. I'm just going to this website where I can get it done fast and also most likely shittily. <laughs> shittily. So, um, have you seen that, um, what is it called? Diagram? Not diagram. Uh, the, the Venn circles. diagram? Venn diagram, mm-hmm. thank you. Oh, where it's like, yes, I know uh, exactly what you're about to, yep. What is it? What do, does it have? Okay, I'm trying to look it up. It's like quick work versus like pay. Uh, and then versus like well done. Yes. Um, Cam knows what I'm talking I about. Know exactly but I don't know what you're talking about. You can only so, have like um, two of the three. And oh there it is. Good, fast, one. and Good, fast, and cheap. Yep. You can't have all three. It's not possible. You only have like two-ish. Yes. Yeah and this is this is a very good sort of Venn diagram to have in your in the back of your mind at, at all times when you're working with clients. And I understand it's very tempting when you're in school. Like, I think my very first, I might also give this advice. Some of my very first work was through family. And, um, well, this. That's hard, too. (laughs) You need to tread those waters cautiously. This particular part of my family was all right to work with. It wasn't a big deal. But I began to realize why people always say, like, do not work for family. Because later on, I did have some experiences with not a family member, but someone who's close to the family. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's honestly still technically not over. And um, just, just tell the story. <laughs> basically, it's just, I, you know... I'm not gonna, I don't want to get into too many details. Why do you think <laughs> they're gonna listen? No! I don't know. But it's 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 more of like we it's not that we don't vibe very well. We do vibe decently okay, I will say, but it's just like once you know this like it's essentially if it's a person that you know who will be like at family functions and stuff like that, but you don't always agree with their artistic side of things and you maybe might butt heads. I will say I didn't butt heads with this person, but um, it's because I'm, like, kind of scared to, you know? I don't want to make things awkward in the future, but then your work suffers for that. 
and you're putting out shit potentially with your name on it, if they make you put your name on it, maybe that might happen, maybe not, um, where you're, like, not proud of it, you can't use it for anything, it's wasted time, energy, um, I am getting paid, but it's not a lot, and it's, it's essentially, I always also feel this obligation to be like, well, I know you, so it's discounted, and if you're gonna do something for a family member, make sure you stress that, like, I'm giving you this discount because you're my family, this is not applied to anyone else, like, because... Oh, yeah. Because they might tell people about it. Yeah, and, like, how cheap they got it. Yeah. Which, um... So, again, that's your choice. Personal choice. You can do that if you want, but be careful. Yeah, then you're stuck doing artwork for less than what it should be. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm phrasing that right. Um, sorry, I'm, like, tipsy. No, you're right. Um, Um, don't... Just don't do artwork for less than what it's worth. Um, mm-hmm. always do artwork, even if it's for family, or if you do give them the friends and family discount, make yeah. sure you, like, stress, like, just it's tell your you. friends, <laughs> yeah, it's for you, and lie to your friends that you paid, like, X amount, because mm-hmm. then their friends are gonna think, you know, like, oh, I can get that, you know, haggle for a good mm-hmm. price. Don't do that. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on it. Um... I think you, yeah, I also kind of want to, when you said friends and family, it brought back these memories of, I used to work at Old Navy. (laughs) (laughs) Friends and family discount! Oh lord, did they, but the thing, Old Navy can do it, so, I mean, you can do it too, and they know that, you know, other people can't get friends and family discounts, so. Um, if anyone (laughs) ever compares you to, like, a big company, you can tell them to fuck off. If they compare you to Old Navy, Tell them to fuck off, because you are a one-person company. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call yourself. (laughs) You're you're running your own business, you know, presumably, so it's, you gotta name your prices and stuff. And you know what the, and I will say this, it's like, that's one of the hardest things to do is, like, name your price for art. How do you value your art and stuff? And because, again, I've primarily done this from the graphic design perspective, so I'd like to hear kind of how you deal with that stuff, Steph. I like the hourly kind of, you know, just no, that's good. figuring it out by that. Like, how much would I need to be making if I was, uh, like, you know, trying to get full-time work at a, at a decent rate? Like, And so I break that down by hourly. And then that's actually, for me, it's been more palatable for, like, a client to be like, hey, so this is essentially like a $10 an hour project. This is a $20 an hour project, depending on the size and whatever. That That's a more of a personal decision. Um, but, like, or you can just do a flat rate, you know, whatever feels right to you. But that's how I started. As a traditional artist, um, when you're doing commissions or, you know, you're, you've made work and someone wants to buy it, always take into the account of how much time it took. Yep. And supplies. And, um, if you have a degree or not. Because, I mean, when you get that degree, technically you are a professional. Yes. That's the thing that I really fucking that drives me crazy when they're like well why should i have to pay so much for this when i can go to these websites or go to this person that i know who does it cheaper and it's like well then then go (laughs) first of all yeah fine fuck you but it's like yeah i mean you spent all this money learning how to do assuming you went to college and if not that's okay too you can just but you know you you need to like show them the value of your skills uh but essentially yeah you spent i'm sure 
you spend time, you know, time and energy is not something you can get back. So you need to take that into account. And guess what? If you're a digital artist, that tablet that you're working on or that laptop that you're working on, that shit cost you money, didn't it? Yeah, you need to replace that charger <laughs> that cost you money. Yeah. So you need to make a living. And it's it's totally valid to be like, uh, I got to pay my bills. Like that, everybody's got to pay bills. So make that a reason or make that a, you know, you know what your next four whatever utility bills or whatever it is. I don't know who has four. That's maybe too many utilities. <laughs> four. I don't know. Um, so many. <laughs> whatever your next monthly set of utility bills, are you trying to pay that off? Then factor that in you know what i mean like yeah, that's, rent, you're anything. trying to live so it's, this is your livelihood yeah especially if you're a free if you solely depend on being a freelance artist right. um luckily cam and i don't is that okay if i say that about yeah. you like oh, cam and yeah, i have I day jobs uh, yeah so we don't really depend on art you know being our sole mm-hmm. sole uh income right it's I, but I've always looked at my day job as supplemental yes. <laughs> versus the other way around. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, which, but I mean, supplemental in this also, but it's like the main, if I lost my job, it would suck because <laughs> I would be broke. Yeah. Um, and yeah. <laughs> you know, it, there's also this, but that makes life a lot harder too because you're working all the time or whatever. And so it's harder to really get down to work and grind in that workout, but um you just it's you got to figure out the balance that's right for you and you're not going to figure it out the day after you graduate i promise you that <laughs> but um <laughs> oh god still trying to figure it out yeah balance is a hard thing but it's a good goal um i think um from there so when i was talking about like school like you know you're technically a professional if you went to school even if you didn't go to school just going back for a second yeah. um i have a feeling people like, have you ever seen those memes like, you know, oh, God's given you a talent, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you've, you know, inherited a talent. And it's just like, no, it's not a talent. I've spent like <laughs> hours upon yeah. hours, like, you know, perfecting being an artist. So right. like, remember that, too, if you aren't, you know, if you didn't go to school, like you, how much time did you and energy did you put into like practicing your skill and honing your skill? Exactly. Yeah, uh, and I think this is almost a topic within a topic of the, like, talent versus skill kind of thing. <laughs> like, are artists just born that way, or blah, 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 and it's like, um, some people can be born with, like, lots of talent, some people can be born with no talent, and work their way up to it, or whatever, but, um, it's all kind of on a sliding scale, uh, but no matter what, I think there's always something someone can improve upon, and hard work yeah and you can always challenge yourself to go outside whatever it is you're comfortable doing and you don't want to look at it as like well if I get this free opportunity to do this different thing then great like it'll be published and stuff I mean if that's what you want to do okay but again think really carefully about that (laughs) I guess also another time the only time you should be doing exposure the only time you should be working for exposure is if you for sure know you're getting something that sounds so selfish is is that i mean no i mean this is what we're trying to there has to be some it's a service generally 
Um, even even at the most fine artist level, like uh, I want to commission you to draw like this beautiful portrait of or whatever it is, like just do what you want, I will buy it. Whatever it is, like you're still kind of providing a service for people um, with your skill, talent, style, what have you that they're looking for. Yeah, I guess the so, only time... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was also kind of dwindling off of, like, I don't really know what else I had to well, say. Well, what, what I was going to say might be really opinionated. The only time you should really work for exposure is if you know for sure you're going to get that exposure. Like, don't don't risk it. Don't take a chance on something that's like, I think I might. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you're, if you're going to get... Like, if you do an illustration for, like, a big-time magazine... Then yeah, I would say yeah. go for it. Like you know, um, but I generally they would pay you. Like, yeah, I don't I would, think you're yeah, ever gonna true. get a situation where like it's New York Times or something like that. I made a <laughs> and, fantasy situation. Yeah, <laughs> that would be shit. Was gone real downhill. <laughs> pay you. Um, um, well, yeah. I guess the only time you should ever work for free is maybe for charity, for like organization, yeah. which we both have done. Um, or, you know, if you feel really passionate about yeah. something, then yes. Then go ahead and work for free yeah. slash exposure. Yes. I think that there has to be, like, a mutual understanding from both parties. And it can't just be, like, a random, like, dude being like, ooh, will you make me this thing? I can't pay you. But, <laughs> right? Like, I can't pay you shit, but, like, I'll tell them your name. I have 20 followers. I was like, great. No, that's not going to be enough. Sorry. <laughs> and you, I think a big issue and this is something I personally have to like always I'm always working on it it's just like how to say no sometimes you it can be uncomfortable but you just have to kind of rip it off like a band-aid and just be like sorry this is not really you know maybe sit down and write like different write out different responses that you can give to people like what's a like a way to say no can can I interject for a second so um I actually table at conventions from time mm-hmm. to time. I usually try to do two or three a year. Two years ago, I was tabling at Milwaukee in Indiana, which um, I'm never going to go back to Indianapolis, but that's another story. <laughs> um, and I ran into the same person at the two conventions. Mm. Um, turns out uh, she lives in Illinois. Oh. Um, but anyway... That's yeah, not far. Like. Yeah, that's where we live. <laughs> um, but, you know, she commissioned me for some, like, really, I, uh, well, I think it's fine. She's not going to listen to this. Um, she commissioned me for fan art of her and Danny Sexbaum, Danny Sexbaum from Game Grumps. Mm. And I should have just said no on the spot, but I have a hard time saying no, so it's I hard. did it. Um, for only $10, um, cause I, I do this kind of special at conventions where I do $10 commissions cause it only takes me 10 minutes to do it. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, um, 10, 10 minutes for $10. Yeah. 10 minutes for $10. Um, which people are saying I'm totally devaluing myself, but I, I mean, if I'm, they're kind of like my bread and butter, mm. butter. <laughs> bread and butter of the conventions. But you know, um, I should have just said no. Cause like I get really uncomfortable when I, draw real people mm, in fantasy mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. um but i found something some someone once someone actually told me this they're like when you have your commission sign up you should really just you know put underneath like i won't do yeah x y and z yeah it's yes and this is this actually goes for 
almost anything in life. Like, even when I was at Old Navy, like, there was a set of things that I knew policy-wise that I wasn't allowed to do or let other people do. That was always easy for me to say no to. Also, because you know that, like, you can call a manager, they'll back you up, whatever. But just in your life, you should just sit down and be like, what are the things that I absolutely deal breaker cannot do and if you have those things percolating in the back of your mind all the time when they come up it'll be much easier to say no this is i don't do this <laughs> yeah you know um make a list for yourself yes. um if you are doing freelance work you really should have a contract anyhow True. and um it should be in your contract like i won't yeah. do xyz Mm-mm. yeah you just look up like contract like you know templates and stuff like that and kind of work it out on your own I've done things where I've had to write up invoices for people having no experience doing that. Just on a Google is a lifesaver, baby. <laughs> Google that shit. Google that shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this kind of became more of an advice episode. Oh, giving is, you advice. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should just, like, edit someone in the beginning, like, and one of us in our goofy voice is just like... Should I work for exposure? (laughs) I don't know what kind of voice I was doing there. (laughs) Sort of like a southern accent there a little bit. Oh. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like, yeah. But I think we hit on some pretty big things that we're relatively passionate about as people in the art world. It's, um, so I'm part of on Facebook this Artist Alley um, International Network Group. Um, hmm. So anyone that does Artist Alley for conventions and ugh, the saddest shit I read read in there about like people taking things that are just so underpaid. It's um, I'll, there'll be people that post things like they took a commission or they did freelance work and they are just like not getting paid what they should yeah. be and they are like telling everyone this and everyone's just like what are you doing like why are you that that is not worth your time no (laughs) yeah i think uh that might be a good thing look look up stories like that see what kind of like stress you can put yourself into if you're just like kind of doing things willy-nilly um because that could help deter that desire to do things for free just because you like need it or whatever want the exposure it's like no Learn Think from about that. other people's mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. <laughs> there is a good blog on good old Tumblr. Um, good old Tumblr. I, I I would like to share. Cam is pulling that shit up on their laptop. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the Tumblr I'm looking for is Ask an Art Director, where a bunch of art directors have come together on this blog and like answer people's questions about freelancing and stuff and you could just read through the the questions that people have and it's actually pretty interesting to see what they say from their perspective and what the people are asking and stuff they're generally pretty common questions but it's good to looking into good to see the answers yeah dear art director that's what it's called dear art director dot tumblr dot com Check that out. Yeah. And I think that's going to about wrap it up for this mini episode. Um, So we did want to just take a moment to credit our good friend Jonathan Stutz for providing the music for this episode uh, for our intro and outro. Um, And you can find all of their music on uh, Bandcamp. So if you go to stutzmusic.bandcamp.com, you can download their their albums there. It's S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. 
Yay. <laughs> awesome. And I'm Cameron Penmon. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Our, Our Chat. Chat.